You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Jeff from the Stuff I Never Knew podcast, and you're listening to Triviality. How's this? I'll ask a question. What question? Jazz question. Now you get it right. We roll. I know everything there is to know about Miles. Lay it on me. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and I will be your host today for a very special Lay It On Me episode. Joining us from Pittsburgh is the host and creator of Stuff I Never Knew podcast, Jeff. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I'm, I've been listening to Triviality. I've been enjoying it. And actually, what people might not know yet is you guys are going to be on an episode coming up. Uh, episode 41 will air the first week of June. And uh, you guys did great. I threw some questions your way, and you you guys tackled them you know, amazingly. You guys did great. And it was a very close final is all I'll say. And uh, the, the premise of my show, it's four callers from around the world they call in and they battle it out over three rounds of trivia and uh we start we have some gaming elements we do some tribe on some uh one of our favorite segments is fisher heavy metal band and we just do some fun things it's not 100 percent trivia um, but it gives everybody kind of a chance to get through and make it to the final so uh, uh glad to have you guys on the show and i'm i'm glad to be here i'm, I'm nervous i'm ready to get started <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you shouldn't be nervous. Uh, we, we tried our best to get some uh, hard and easy uh, questions. But before we do that, I just want to introduce our uh, co-hosts of Triviality. Uh, sitting next to me is Ken. Hey, how you doing, guys? And uh, also in the room is Jeff. Hey, how's it going? Uh, and so you guys aren't, uh, aren't confused. We, we do have a, a Triviality Jeff, and we have a Stuff I Never Knew Jeff. So you'll be hearing from all of us. And uh, unfortunately, our other co-host, Matt, uh, couldn't join us today to crack jokes at our own expense, but I'm sure he will when he listens to the recording in his car. Uh, so, Jeff, uh, I guess uh, we should tell the people you picked the category of skateboarding, 1980 to 2008 skateboarding, to be a little more specific. Uh, so where is your background in skateboarding? Why did you pick this category? Well, I, I spent about 20 years on a skateboard. I started when I was 10 years old till I was about 30, um, skateboarding every day, all day, every day, just totally immersed in the culture and the lifestyle, the music. Uh, and one thing I knew when I was 14, 15 years old is that someday I would own a, a skateboard shop 
and a skateboard park. And I, and I achieved that dream in 2002. I had a very solid eight year run. Uh, I even got into manufacturing where I was making my own skateboards. Hmm. So um, while it's not mainstream knowledge, I think I have locked away, uh, you know, quite a bit of skateboarding knowledge and history. So I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, what you guys come up with and what I can remember from my, you know, mostly my childhood. Well, uh, yeah, we're, we're excited about it, and we don't know much about skateboarding. Ken actually probably knows the most of us, but he didn't write any of these questions, but he, he approved many of them, so uh, that counts j just as much, we think. Um, so okay. <laughs> we're all going to try to uh, give you some good ones here. Uh, Jeff and I will al alternate, and then hopefully if, if Ken wants to join the party, he'll, he'll throw some at you as well. Uh, so yeah, let's, let's uh, play Lay It On Me. All right, uh, Jeff, do you want to get him started? Uh, we'll go for a, a classic one here. First question. Which pro skater is credited with inventing the kickflip? The kickflip. It came out of freestyle skateboarding. And there's two versions. I want to make sure I get this right. On the street, Rodney Mullen does it. In a pool, it's Alan. I'm going to just go with the street version and say Rodney Mullen. Absolutely. Street version, Rodney Mullen. You've got it. Woo. Off to a good start. All right, your next question, uh, we're going to start off very easy, but uh, we just want to get you warmed up before we hit you too hard. Uh, the 900, a trick involving the completion of two and a half midair revolutions on a skateboard, was first successfully landed by a skater on June 27th, 1999. Who was that? The, the, it was in the X Games, I believe, and it was after time uh, during a best trick competition. And... It was teased up, I think, prior to this that he had actually landed it, but no one had seen it. But he did it after time, and they awarded it to him. It was uh, the greatest, uh, Tony Hawk. That is correct. I remember watching that live. It was amazing. I mean, I, I wasn't a huge skateboarder, but I did like watching Vert skate. Just watching him do that live, you know, just the, the crowd just is silent. Yeah, the, de the dedication of, of trying. Uh, he kept trying it and trying it and wasn't getting it. And, everybody just kind of stopped and let him finish it until he got it. And it was amazing. Amazing night in history. No, he's, he's awesome. And uh, any videos you can catch on YouTube of him uh, never get old. He's, he's is the greatest, like you said. Uh, let's uh, throw it to Ken. All right, we got uh, two kind of conjoined questions here for you. So the first one is, who did Ed Templeton ride for in 2002? Uh, meaning the, the company. Okay, as a board company, he started Toy Machine... And I'm trying to picture the year. I'm, uh, I don't know if it was 2002. Uh, I'm going to overthink it. I'm going to go with my first guess. Oh, but I don't think that. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Toy Machine. Yep. Uh, looks good. Uh, Toy Machine was the correct answer. And, All right. Uh, speaking of Ed Templeton, uh, he grew up skating with this actor and co-founder of Stereo Skateboards. Who was that? That's my favorite skateboarder of all time. Uh, also, the the star of My Name is Earl and Alvin and the Chipmunks, it's Jason Lee. Yeah, I, I told the guys there had to be at least one Jason Lee question you, in here. So. Yeah, yeah, don't come to me with questions without one Jason Lee question. <laughs> these are great skateboarding questions, just so you... I mean, these are really good that you came up with these. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Oh, good, good. I'm, I'm glad you like them. Uh, you know what? Um, let's throw it to Jeff for the next one. Sticking a little bit with the uh, famous actors, which comedian and Razzie winner was also a professional skater. So I'm, I'm about to do this backwards and name skaters that I know that became actors. Oh, Spike Jones is a director, but he didn't really, I'm not sure he skated. I don't think Mike Vallely had anything to do with that. A Razzie winner. 
you cleared the room on this question. That's yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I have no idea. I know Mike Vallely got into some acting. He was in, I believe he was in Paul Blart Mall Cop, but he's more of, does more spoken word. I'm going to go with Mike Vallely as my okay. fun. Lock that in. All right. Uh, unfortunately, it is Tom Green. No, that's a tough. Tom Green always sneaks in there. It has a. That's a good question. All right. Well, that's just your first miss. So uh, pretty good so far. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so our next question, uh, since we just talked about Tony Hawk, the video okay. game Tony Hawk Pro Skater only had one female character that was playable. What famous toy machine skater was it? I, Alyssa Milano popped in my head, but it's Alyssa Steamer. Al Alyssa Steamer. That is correct. It is yes. Al Alyssa Steamer or Alyssa Steamer. I, thought, I went right to who's the boss because we had a Tony Danza question earlier. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Alyssa Milano. All right. Uh, Mike McGill, Lance Mountain, Tony Hawk, and Steve Caballero were part of what famous skateboarding team? On, uh, on my 12-year-old uh, birthday cake. My mom went to the local grocery store and had them write this name on the cake, and they they completely misspelled it. And it's one of my favorite memories from Beato. It's but it was the Bones Brigade uh, from Paul Peralta. Yep, that's correct. Uh, what was the name of that the uh, the boards that uh, Tony Hawk wrote? Uh, was it Birdhouse? Tony Hawk. Birdhouse, yeah. He later went on to form Birdhouse. Oh, okay. Was that a question? I guess that's another. No, point. no, I was just asking. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you know. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, want to take one? Sure. Which pro skater is widely considered the first to complete a loop with the top of the pipe removed? Oh, the loop gap. That is Bob Bernquist. Wow. The Brazilian Bob Bernquist. <laughs> the Brazilian Bob Bernquist. <laughs> yeah, he's the man. I think, he, I think he does it switch, too, which means you're riding it. You have a normal foot forward, which if you're regular footed, your left foot's forward. If you ride switch, then you're riding almost backwards with your right foot. I think he did it switch too, a switch loop gap, which is just riding backwards. He did it the same way. So you're saying he's <laughs> he's not goofy, but he rode it switch, right? That's yeah, different, right? Yeah, you can that ride means, goofy, and then if you're riding switch, you'd be riding regular. Right. You'd be riding your opposite foot forward. Right, absolutely. This uh, next question is going to be about a company. Uh, I know since you've... You've owned a uh, skate shop before that you probably have seen many different logos. Uh, this company, who shares a name with an emergency contraceptive, has a logo design with a vertical line and two dots next to it. It does. I never thought of it that way. Uh, some of the greatest skateboarding of all times has come from this company, and it is Plan B. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Plan, plan B really revolutionized street skating. If you ever get a chance, uh, they have some great videos. The questionable video. Um, I'm just going to draw a blank because I'm on screen right now. But look for those. The first three or four Plan B videos, even today, will blow your mind. That, those are 20 years old. Wow. That, I'd love to check those out. I just got to you know, take a second here and say that this guy's really an expert. He is. He's, this is the true spirit of the lay it on me. If Tom Cruise, if Tom Cruise was going to assassinate him, he's like, answer me a skateboarding question. I think he'd let him go. I think he would let him go. <laughs> I have no other knowledge. This is the, my whole life has been building up to this moment. <laughs> well, you're, uh, you're doing quite well. Cause we've recorded a few of them before and none of us have yet stood up as well as you are. So I think you're in, you're in good standing here. Oh, you're, you're doing really great. Let's go with Jeff. Okay. Which company's motto is skate or die? 
Now this is definitely an, this has to be an '80s. I'm trying to think of when it came out. Skater, I don't think. I mean, Thrasher doesn't use that. I mean, they may have used it in some of their marketing materials. It definitely appears in the video game 720. Um, actually, I think there's a video game Skater Die. Well, this could be a, this could be a downfall here. I'm gonna go with. As I'm thinking, it's a board company. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with completely wrong and say GNS. Uh, unfortunately, it is Jamie Thomas's brand, which originally started as a clothing company, but then morphed into a board company. Zero. Uh, zero. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a <laughs> nice. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Or she, call the police. Or call the police, like she should have, exactly. <laughs> What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Moving right along with another motto, after 51 years, this lifestyle company embraced by many skateboarders just explained what their slogan, off the wall, means. A great company used to make uh, the soles actually with waffle irons, which is where you hear the term waffle sole from. This is Vans. Vans is correct. And uh, I'm just going to give you another quick fire one here. Okay. Uh, In its formative years, skateboarding was originally known as what water inspired name? Very early on, uh, there's even some boards named after this. It was Sidewalk Surfing. That is correct. Uh, Ken, let's uh, throw one to you here. Josh Brolin starred in this 1986 skateboard cult classic that would feature appearances by Tony Alva, Tony Hawk, and Christian Hosoy. It also featured the gang, The Daggers. Uh, that is the movie Thrashing. Wow, great one. Great That's job. right. Uh, so one little fact that we pulled here was that Johnny Depp was actually director David Winter's original choice, uh, but he, uh, as he was dating the lead actress Sherilyn Fenn at the time, but producers denied this choice three times and went with Brolin instead. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, so I thought that was a, an interesting fact. We'll, we'll do uh, some <laughs> rapid-fire questions here. The film Lords of Dogtown by Catherine Hardwick follows the lives of Tony Alva, Stacey Peralta, and Jay Adams. Where exactly is Dogtown? I'm trying to think. It's not, uh, I don't think it's Venice. Oh, I know I'm drawing a blank on this one. It's where the pier, the, the, the pier that's falling down and the POP. Um, ah, I'm pretty sure the pier that burnt and caught fire was the POP, the Pier of Palisades or something like that. Um, uh, there's Santa Monica and Santa Monica and Venice are popping in my head. I'm going to stop you right there because Santa Monica and Venice Beach were the two acceptable answers we had. It's the Pacific Ocean Park Pier. It is P.O.P. P.O.P. Of Venice and Santa Monica. That's the pier that burned down. And in that movie, they're surfing between all like the burnt down pylons. Like 
Lapeer posts are like surfing in between there and there's like collapsed roller coasters and uh, like merry-go-rounds and they're in there surfing. Uh, that's a very specific detail that you got right, so that's amazing. Uh, before we move move on, it should be noted that if you go to rent uh, Lords of Dogtown and you walk away with uh, Lars von Trier's Dogville, you'll be sor- sorely disappointed. <laughs> Unless you're a, a, a huge fan of Dogma 95 and, and von Trier. All right, so next question. The inaugural Summer X Games went by a different name at first. What was it? I know there was a competition called B Cubed, which was Boards, Bikes, and Blades. I don't know if that's the correct. I mean, X Games obviously comes from Extreme. Um, so it could be the Extreme Sports Games. There's Boards, Bikes, and Blades. I'm just going to I'm gonna assume X Games came from Extreme Sport Games and just lock that in. I'm going to give that to you. It was just the Extreme Games, but yeah, absolutely. Extreme, extreme Games. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That was what I did. No, that was what I walked into. <laughs> Follow-up question to that. Where was the inaugural X Games held? I know I know Philadelphia was a big part of X Games history. Um, there was a big controversy because the the mayor had banned like they banned like this great public space called Love Park and it was like a mecca of skateboarders. Um, and I I know Philadelphia was one of the first few cities I'm not 100%, but I'm going to say Philadelphia. They were held in the very tiny state of Rhode Island. Rhode uh, Island. Newport and Providence both had locations oh, for the X Games. Wow, yeah, it wouldn't have came <laughs> off of that. That was a good All question. Right. <laughs> and one more to that. At those games, legend Tony Hawk won vert gold, but was narrowly beat out by what skater in the street competition? Oh, boy, in the street competition. And that would have been 95, if that helps you out at all. It, Yeah, it's not. that At that time, Chris Sen was just, I think, dominating competition. I remember Jamie Thomas, but I don't think he was there. Chris Sen was just that good. I'm going to lock in Chris Sen. You, you, you should trust your gut. Chris oh. Sen is the right answer. <laughs> the, oh, man, it really, the man uh, can't be stopped. Yeah, Chris. I no, mean, this... Chris, Chris Sen, what really defined, like, and uh, I didn't know this answer, but I knew that Chris Sen at that time period would just, he had a formula for running contests and he would hit every obstacle fast and just do it. He would just dominate. And that was him. That Chris Sen is the, was the man. Well, I got to say, you're the Chris Sen of skateboard trivia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here with, uh, with a question. Who was the first female skater on the cover of Thrasher magazine in August 1989? August of 1989. Thrasher you remember the issue, don't you? <laughs> I may have had it. And the only thing I can, the only female skater at that time that I can think of, and the one I can't remember her name, um, but she was in the band this video as a, as a mini ramp skater. Uh, blonde hair. Um, and I remember her wearing like a pink shirt. I don't know her name. But there was a freestyle team, Primo and Desiderio. And I'm a. Uh, that's all I can think of from that time. I'm, I'm gonna lock that in. Well, for this one, we have Kara uh, Beth Burnside as the correct yeah, answer. Yeah, Kara Beth. And so we have a follow-up question as well. This two-time Thrasher Magazine Skater of the Year and Mega Ramp Pioneer was the first and only skater to jump the Great Wall of China on a skateboard. And I, I believe he actually did that. His first attempt was a failure, and he broke his ankle. 
So the when you see <laughs> him to get away with that, <laughs> just I know. when you see him land it, and when he actually does it, I'm pretty sure his an- ankle's fractured, and that's Danny Way. That's correct. Wow. Okay, let's throw it over to Neil for another question. Uh, so we heard a lot about uh, banning, as you said, in Philadelphia. Uh, for 11 years in the 1970s and 1980s, skateboarding was actually banned in this Scandinavian country. I'm going to just go with Finland on that one. Not a bad guess. The answer was Norway. Norway. Ah, they, the, yeah. they thought the uh, that skateboarding was going to was going to hurt too many of their citizens, so especially children. Yeah, well, it does. It does. <laughs> they were right. I mean, you do get hurt. There's no way around it. All right. No, the Norwegians are nuts. They once knighted a penguin. So, <laughs> what's nuts about I, that? I was going to save that for a future trivia question, but I was going to write it which country, and that just it was too ambiguous, and I thought no one would get it right, so I thought I'd throw that one in here right now. All right, and the last three questions for you: The Randolph Rubber Company is best remembered for being the first company to come out with a skateboard shoe in 1965 what was that shoe called Ooh, this is a good one randolph rubber company you're saying 65 i'm i'm pretty sure vans is 66 other shoe companies that i can think of there's vision they had the vision streetwear but i don't think they were that early I don't think people used to skate in Chuck Taylors, but that to me seems like 40s and 50s. I mean, Vision was definitely there in the 80s. Um, Randolph Rubber. I don't know if there's a clue in there. Randolph Rubber. RR. It wouldn't be Etnies or S. That's too late. Um, That's a good question. That's a tough one. I'm just going to say Vision Streetwear for being in the wrong decade and the lack of a better answer. <laughs> so there was a little bit of a hint uh, in the question. You did pick up on that. The Randolph Rover Company, their shoe was called the Randy 720. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that was a tough one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. All right, I got another question here. It's going to be the second to last. Skateboard design was revolutionized with the introduction of what synthetic resin? A technology that improved the wheels, allowing for a smoother ride. So what was that material? Just like, I believe, it, like just like the flux capacitor is what makes time travel possible, uh, urethane wheels is what makes skateboarding incredible. And the I believe the first urethane wheel was called the Cadillac wheel. All right, well, uh, we were looking for the material, and yeah, polyurethane is correct, so we're going to give that one to you. Okay, with one question remaining out of 22 questions, you have 16 correct and only six wrong, so you're uh, you're blazing a real trail here, and uh, we got one more question for you that's a bit of fun, so go ahead, Neil. All right, so this last question uh, that we're going to ask you, Jeff, uh, and before I say that, without a doubt, our uh, strongest laid-on-me competitor that we've had, you are definitely an expert. Uh, So if anyone has any skateboarding uh, needs, please reach out to Jeff. Uh, All right. Our last question. Bam Margera, skateboarder and television personality, is from what great state? Well, I feel that, uh, (laughs) you know, he's from my state, uh, from Westchester, uh, Pennsylvania. 
That is correct. He is from Westchester, Pennsylvania. We thought that'd be a great question to end on since you were <laughs> from Pennsylvania. Yep. So you got uh, 17 right out of uh, 23. So, I mean that that was sitting in a hot seat. That was those were some great questions and uh, uh, some good, really tough ones in there too. I really like this. Good. We're glad you liked him. Uh, like we said, we're you know we're not uh, skateboarding uh, experts or even aficionados by any means, but uh, we try to come up with some good ones for you there. And like Ken said. If Tom Cruise did come up to you in a bar uh, and needed you to answer one of those questions correctly, we think you'd be uh, leaving alive. So, uh, great job on that. Yeah, thanks for uh, for coming on. And again, we appreciate uh, you letting us on your podcast as well. So, Jeff, any uh, parting words? No, thank you again for having me on the show. If you'd like to reach out or connect, you can find me at stuffineverknew.com. Or if you listen to podcasts, which I'm assuming you do, you listen to Triviality, uh, another trivia podcast out there is mine, and you can check it out. It's on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcasts, Google Play or Pocket Casts. Um, Find me right beside another great podcast, Triviality. Uh, We'll we'll fill your needs for trivia during the week. Uh, I'm uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy both shows. Great. Uh, Well, we really appreciate having you on. Uh, You definitely survived the Lay It On Me. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for plugging the show. And uh, we hope people will enjoy our episode uh, when we compete on your show, Stuff I Never Knew. And hopefully, uh, maybe we'll have a round two uh, for both of us here on Late Ami and Stuff I Never Knew. I you do have, I won't, I won't give it away, but one of the four of you have to defend your title on a future episode. Well, whoever that is, I'm sure is going to buy uh, a WWE uh type uh belt that he can uh, flaunt to the other contestants other hosts of triviality so all right thank you everyone if you'd like to hit us up on twitter uh use the handle at triviality pod it's also going to be the same address for facebook it'll be facebook.com slash triviality pod and if you'd like to send uh us an email or some questions send it to triviality podcast at gmail.com and if you have a listener submit a question throw up question five with the host name you'd like to read it thank you so much uh jeff we uh really appreciated having you on the show and uh for everyone else who's listening there you might have heard it in the beginning of the show but make sure to check out stuff i never knew uh it's a great podcast with uh, a great quick fire style of gaming uh of trivia so um, yeah, I guess for, for Ken, for Matt, uh, for Jeff, our Jeff, and uh, for Stuff I Never Knew Jeff, uh, that was Triviality. Hey, it's just the game, right, Valley Boy? Uh, you like games, right, Valley Boy? He loves games. Tonight, meet me at Bronson Canyon Halfpipe, yeah. 9 o'clock. Joust. Yeah, right. be there. No, you be there. You shut up, you little punk. Get your friend out of here. Spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and more time actually watching and playing what you want with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts.